Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue with the Sermon on the Mount, starting with Matthew 7, verse 1, which reads, Do not judge so that you will not be judged. This verse is the favorite verse quoted to the believer by someone who rejects Christ and doesn't believe the Bible. This verse is also commonly quoted by a Christian when confronted on a matter of continuing sin. Please listen to Pastor Jim as he gives the proper interpretation of this verse and suggestions for a proper response in our slice of today's message entitled, Specks, Logs, Dogs, and Swine. He also, the he of course is Jesus, he also told this parable to certain ones, look in the context, Pharisees, who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and viewed others with contempt. Now, about the time we're looking for a Pharisee that we can paddle around, understand that in the heart of every one of us, there lurks a Pharisee. It's so easy to fall into that mindset. To the extent that we don't let the grace of God thoroughly transform us, that we don't um, let it change us from the inside out, we can start playing the role of a Pharisee. We can consider ourselves righteous to be the self-appointed critic of others. A person can be doing ever so well in his own mind, but if you're not humble, there is a beam in the eye, the beam of self-righteousness. Now, remember what Jesus told by way of that parable right after the verse that we just read? Look on to Luke 18, verses 10 through 12. Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector, one regarded as the most righteous, one regarded as the, the most disgusting in the, whole, um, in the whole society. The Pharisee stood and was praying this to himself. I, I never get over that. I love the way that's stated. God, I thank you that I am not like other people swindlers, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I pay tithes of all that I get. Now, understand, there is nothing wrong with being different from worldly people around you. It is good not to be a swindler or dishonest or an adulterer. There's nothing wrong with fasting. There's nothing wrong with fasting twice a week if you choose to, or, or, or with paying tithes. But there's a huge problem, like the size of a log in your eye. There's a huge problem with being proud about it and putting down other people who aren't just like you, despising people who are different. When by the grace of God, 
the log of your self-righteousness has been removed, then you can see clearly enough to be used by God to help your brother or sister get that speck out of their eye. Jesus did not mean to discourage mutual encouragement, mutual um, self-discipline, mutual discipline and holding each other accountable uh, to God's Word. As a matter of fact, He, he encourages us. He, it, he says, it's a good thing to help get that speck out of your brother's eye. You ever had something in your eye? Well, it's not, it's not fun. Helping brothers and sisters in Christ deal with sin and to escape its entanglement, that's part of our duty. Galatians chapter 6, verse 1, brethren, even if anyone is caught in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, each one looking to yourself so that you too will not be tempted. Jesus went to great lengths to give us instructions about that in Matthew 18, 15 through 20, how to do, how to do it. Paul gives us an example of applying it in 2 Thessalonians uh, chapter 3, and then his own example of even uh, confronting the, the apostle Peter in Galatians chapter 2. But just make sure you keep a constant check on your motivation. Get the log out of your own eye before you help with the speck. Now, dogs and swine, verse 6. This verse is here to shatter the notion of the sappy, sentimental misinterpretation of verse 1 that says, in the name of love and humility, you never point out wrong, you never confront anything in a brother or sister's life to correct error. As a matter of fact, we know Jesus wants us to hold each other accountable to His truth. But He wisely gives us a boundary on confronting. Matthew chapter 7, verse 6, "'Do not give what is holy to dogs.'" And do not throw your pearls before swine, or they will trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. Now, that is clever, but it's kind of obscure at first glance. Um, Many, I've seen this included in many uh, places where people speak about hard sayings of the Bible, that is, things that are hard to understand. But if we sort out how Jesus would have expected His hearers to understand it, I think we'll do just fine in figuring out how we are supposed to obey it. Now, in biblical times, dogs were not like your precious fluffy. Um, They were seldom kept as household pets like they are today. Now we consider an unadopted dog to be the exception and something that has to be uh, taken care of. We've got we to help that dog find a home. But in, in Jesus' day, they were wild animals, usually running in packs, usually running loose in the streets, wild, savage, and ugly. They prowled through garbage and rubbish They were scavengers. They were considered unclean and filthy for their uninhibited greed and shamelessness. Pigs, well, swine, pretty much the same thing, but they were considered by the Jews to be the epitome of uncleanness. 
That's why it was such an abomination when that man named Antiochus Epiphanes sacrificed a pig on the Jewish altar and forced the priests to eat it. Now, that set off a kerfuffle. That's the Hebrew word for it. Um, the whole Maccabean revolt, revolt against Greece in 180, 168 B.C., that, and that event is actually believed to be the, the, the foretaste of the abomination of desolation predicted in Daniel chapter 9 and reiterated by Jesus in, in, in Matthew uh, 24. Because a Jew would never have tried to domesticate a pig, most of the swine in Jewish areas were not like the ones, remember when Jesus went over to the Gerasenes and there was the herd of swine feeding there? That was Gentiles raising pigs for, for food and for, and for profit. Jews didn't do that. If there were swine there, they ran around like, well, dogs, wild animals that foraged for themselves, usually in garbage dumps. Both dogs and swine were famous as pictures of being greedy, vicious, and filthy. You come between them and their food, and they would certainly turn and tear you to pieces. Jesus' point is that certain truths and blessings of our faith are not for sharing with people who already have declared themselves antagonistic to the things of God and to the people of God. They are, some people are spiritual dogs and swine. What is holy and pearls, they represent uh, the, the truth and the righteousness of the Word of God. So don't give what is holy to dogs. Now, that doesn't mean when you leave the restaurant and you get a doggy bag, you go home, and before you give it to the dog, you pray over it again and say, Lord, please unbless this so it's not holy and I can give it to the dog. Now, dogs and swine represent the kind of people who would turn and tear you to pieces if you again start talking to them about the things of God. They're people who refuse to have anything to do with the holy and, and precious things of God. They, they trample them under their feet. They, they turn and tear God's people to pieces. Now, do you understand? There's the presumption there that they have already declared themselves. And that includes the assumption you've already talked to them. So, there is a time to draw a line, if you will. Remember when Jesus sent the, the twelve out on their first uh, preaching tour? And He told them, among other things, Matthew ten fourteen, Whoever does not receive you nor heed your words, as you go out of that house or that city... Shake off the dust of your feet. In other words, he said, I have sheep out there. Go find them. Bring them into the fold. But there are others who, when they, when they reject you, don't keep, don't keep casting pearls before swine. Don't keep throwing what is holy to dogs. Or <coughs> the Apostle Paul described it when the, when the Jews in Corinth rejected the, the gospel. Matthew, I'm sorry, not Matthew, Acts 18.6. And when they resisted and blasphemed, he shook out his garments. Another way of saying, okay, you know, I'm done here. And he said to them, your blood be upon your own heads. I am clean. From now on, I shall go to the Gentiles. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.